Are you frustrated because your team doesn't produce quality results fast enough? Stressed out and tired of putting out fires from your team's drama and dysfunction? Welcome to the Drama Free Living Show. This is the show dedicated to helping you and your teams accomplish more with less stress and zero drama. Now, here's your host, Dennis McEntee. Hi, welcome to the Drama Free Living Podcast. I'm Dennis McEntee, and I am excited that you're here with me for the next five or ten minutes. We, we really create these short because time is of the essence, and I want to give you as much as I can in the shortest amount of time so that you can get a couple ideas and then boom, move forward, go crush it, go be productive, eliminate the drama in your team, and just do great things, create great outcomes. And so today I want to talk about the top five mistakes leaders make when trying to get the drama out of their team. You know, I one of the privileges I get is I get to travel around the country working with clients, creating retention programs that are really customized. And in our work, we've discovered that there really are five mistakes that we see a lot of leaders making. And I want to address them right now, give you some ideas, give you some strategies. Maybe you're making one or two of them. And listen, there's good news. Because once you become aware, then you can change it, right? If you can see it, then you can change it. The problem is, is when things are in your blind spot and you're not aware and you don't see it, well, then you can never change it. And so I want to give you the top five, see if maybe kind of rate yourself, see where you fall into one of these categories if you do. And then the great news is, is listen, then you can make some steps, you can create some strategies, you can create some action plans to make some changes. Because listen, nothing changes until behavior changes. You as a leader are in the behavioral change game. And so you're not in the policy making game. You're not in the regulation game. Listen, I I know we need to have policies and regulations. I'm not saying I'm against those things. But at the end of the day, if you're leading people, it's all about behavior change. Because I think leadership is really getting results through people. It's, it's not you just doing all of the work. And what happens many times is that people become leaders because they're just superstars. If you're a leader, you, you're probably a superstar. I mean, you show up on time. You you do what you say. You say please and thank you. You, you stay long. You, you work hard. You really care. And all of a sudden, you get promoted to be a leader because you got great character, but people then don't work on the competency of leadership. And leadership takes not just character, but it also takes competency. And those are the two legs of leadership. The two legs of leadership are character and competency, and they have to grow together. I mean, you can't just, I, I want you to be full of character, but you also have to have a measure of competency. And so if you're a six in character and a four in competency, then your leadership level is really a four. Or if you're an eight in competency, but you're a two in character, your leadership level is just a two. So they have to grow together. And that's a great self-development plan is ask yourself, what do I need to do to grow in my character, to become better? And then what skills do I need to get better at? And so you have this mindset, skill set, you have this character, competency. And my encouragement is, is that you grow both. So my hope is we go through this is that you really become more intentional and really focused in your leadership. And the big difference this really tends to make is that it really allows you to focus on bigger and better priorities. When you stop making these mistakes, you're able to eliminate a lot of the stress of leading people. You 
you become aware of how sometimes, listen, you actually exacerbate the drama. You know, there are certain things that leaders do that actually perpetuate the drama. I don't want this to be you. So hopefully you're not making one of these five mistakes. Because at the end of the day, we want our teams to grow in confidence. We want them to grow in creativity. We want them to think at a higher level. And so they don't depend on you as much to rescue them. Come on. Don't you do that, right? You step in and save the day. You try to be the superhero. I don't want you to be the superhero. I want you to be the super coach. And my goal for you is for you to have less stress and anxiety in dealing with your team. And the great news is that once you're aware of the mistakes, then you can catch yourself. You can figure out how not to make them because I don't want you to keep circling around the same issues and never get to resolution. You don't want to continue tackling. It's like, I want to continue to tackle bigger and better problems. I told a client the other, the other week, I was like, listen, we have to get a bigger problem because I'm tired of talking about the same problem. You either have to take an action or stop complaining about it, right? And so how many times do we talk about the same issues over and over again? We keep having meetings about the same thing, but we never make progress. And I want to encourage you, progress is the big motivator. Right When you're making progress, it's when teams feel like they're doing the same thing over and over again and they don't see any results. In fact, if you want something that really helps you see progress and helps make your team more creative, we actually created the Creative Focuser. The Creative Focuser. And listen, if you just text me at 864-901-7315, just text Creative Focuser, and I'll have my team send out that training to you. It's a quick five-minute training with a thinking tool. Just give that to you as a gift for being a podcast listener. We, we really appreciate just your support and being part of the drama-free community. You're the kind of person that I really, really want to help. So you just text Creative Focuser to 864-901-7315 and we'll shoot it out to you. Okay, so let's get down to the five mistakes leaders make in dealing with their team. The first mistake that they make is that they do the work of the person they're leading, right? Come on, that becomes many times the fatal management flaw, right? We say, well, it's just easier for me just to do it myself. So we've got a particular client that we were developing a retention program with and she was complaining to me. She was working late, she was working weekends. And as I was talking to her, I said, well, Mary Beth, let's just list out all of your activities and everything that you're doing. And she listed it out and I thought, oh, I totally see the problem. See, because I think her team was secretly getting together and they were looking at everything they needed to do. And they said, you know, we're going to do these tasks Monday to Friday, but these four tasks over here, we're not even going to do them because there's a person that works weekends here. And Mary Beth just kind of looked at me. I said, Mary Beth, you're the person that works weekends. You're willing to do it. And so you step in and your people will just let you do it. So... One thing that we've seen is that many victims, when people choose to play a victim, that the number one thing they love is they love a rescuer. And it creates this codependent scenario. So don't do the work of the person you're supposed to be leading. I know, listen, sometimes you go, well, it's just easier for me to do it myself. Yes, it's easier, but listen, it doesn't create, it doesn't get any better. It doesn't create a system. So stop doing the work of the person that you're leading. The second fatal flaw that leaders tend to make is that they do all the telling. They tell their team everything and they do none of the asking. See, we, we had one client in New Hampshire. He was super frustrated and he came in and he says, Dennis, my team just doesn't think at a high enough level. And I says, well, 
Let me come in. Let, let me observe some of your meetings. Let's, uh, let's look at everything. And after about an hour, I figured it out. I said, listen, the reason your team doesn't think at a higher level is because you do all the thinking for them. And here's why. When you tell, you do all the thinking for people. The number one thing you have as a leader is the questions you ask. See, because questions create open loops inside of people's brains that demand an answer. Right? If I ask you, how's the weather? What does your brain immediately do? You start to think about the weather. Your questions direct your thoughts. So if you want to change people's thinking, you have to create different questions. In fact, it's why we've created a list of coaching questions for our clients that have just made all of the difference. And in our retention programs, it's all about the questions that you ask a team member. And in fact, just text me questions to 864-901-7315 and I'll shoot you those questions too. If that's something that would help you, I just want to serve you. But the reality is, is that when you do all the telling, you're doing all the thinking for your team. And the principle is, is that people don't argue with their own data. And so you want to ask people questions because when they say it, they tend to own it. So stop doing all the telling and start doing the asking. So the first one is, is you do the work of the person you're leading. The second mistake people make, leaders make, is they do all the telling and none of the asking. The third mistake they make is that they're not dealing, they, they don't deal with their own personal drama before they deal with their team. See, listen, at the end of the day, you got to deal with your own stuff first. And drama tends to happen when we try to get a need met in an unhealthy way through team members. Does that make sense? Many times, like maybe we have a high need for significance, and so we try to overpower our team. Listen, you got to show up healthy. You have to deal with your own anger. You can't go to your team and have outbursts of wrath and scream and yell and then wonder why your team has a bunch of drama. Okay, because you teach what you know, but you produce who you are, which is why I'm so excited you're listening to this podcast because you're trying to be better. You're trying to get better because you always teach what you know, but you produce who you are. So the best way for your team to get better is for you to get better. So you got to deal with your own personal drama before you turn around and work with your team. So if you're mad, don't deal with an issue. Go take care of your mad first so that you can come to it at a logical place because when you're in the emotion of it, it's just like you're on drugs, right? When you're in that emotion, you don't see straight. Your focus is fuzzy. Your, your clarity is a little bit cloudy. So the third one is they, they don't deal with their own personal drama before they deal with their team. The fourth mistake that we've seen is that the leaders expect people to read their mind. You know, you sort of kind of have this sixth sense. You expect them to read your mind. A lot of leaders, what they do is we call it drive-by delegation, right? We're so busy and we walk by a team member and we give them like, three seconds of what we need them to do and then we walk out the door and then a day later we come back and they're not doing it how we wanted it to be done. And then we're mad because they couldn't read our mind, which means many times as leaders, we need to get away from oral history and start go, going to written history. See, because when it's written down, it's very clear. And start moving more to your communication to written. Don't expect people to read your mind. They're not gonna think how you think. Okay, so they're not going to be able to read your mind, which means they need to be able to write it down. And so start doing more written documentation, which is part of what we do in the retention programs that we create is a lot of things become written down because it becomes real. So don't expect people to read your mind. And the fifth mistake that leaders make is that they play the ostrich. 
They play the, you know what the ostrich is, right? You just kind of stick your head in the sand and just because you see it, it's not there. It was crazy. I had one leader tell me a while back ago, he said, Dennis, listen, I don't have any drama here in my company. He said, I just have a no drama policy. I was like, boy, I need to see this. I need to see what that looks like. Listen, just because you have a policy doesn't mean it's not there, right? Because nothing changes until behavior changes. And so here's how leaders play the ostrich is that they complain about what they permit. Come on, right? You complain about it, but you don't do anything to step in and fix it. You know, you allow, you allow excuses. You allow people to play the victim. You allow people to, to give you reasons why things didn't happen. Listen, stop allowing excuses. Now, here's a writer downer if, you got, if you're taking notes. It's whatever you don't address, you actually endorse. Come on, you hear it, but you don't address it. You have just endorsed it. So the five mistakes, I don't want you to play any of them, is the first one is doing the work of the person you're leading is mistake number one. Mistake number two, you do all the telling and none of the asking. Mistake three is that you don't deal with your own personal drama before you deal with your team. Mistake four, you expect people to read your mind. And mistake five, you play the ostrich. Don't let this be you. Listen, kind of rate yourself, all right? Ask yourself, am I making some of these mistakes? Listen, Ask yourself, are some of the people that I'm leading, are they making these mistakes? Share the podcast with them. Share the five mistakes. Have a conversation and hold each other accountable. Listen, I want to encourage you, when you get better, your team gets better, the business gets better, everything gets better when you get better. So continue to get better, and we'll see you next time on the Drama Free Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Hopefully, you'll take action on One Power Strategy immediately. Our passion is to help people just like you. We believe you can create a high-trust, high-performance team that produces better results faster. And you can do it without working harder in less time. For more fast action techniques and strategies, go now to www.dramafreeresults.com.